At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This summer, click into cordless power with Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the Ryobi 40-volt battery-powered mower. And keep your flower beds looking fresh with the 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Then clear leaves and debris with the 40-volt leaf blower. No cords, no gas, no hassle. Click into Memorial Day savings happening now at the Home Depot and on homedepot.com. How doers get more done. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Yep, legendary moment this week. We're going into driving. It's NASCAR. Yep, we're going to talk to Joey Logano, NASCAR Cup Series leader. We're also going to touch with my our guy, Rep Butler. You know, does Pretty Left Hook podcast on Up On Game Network. Yeah, he's going to talk about the big UFC fight coming up. And Silva, yeah, he, well, we'll talk about that. Paul, yep, that's that, that happened. Uh, so we're going to get to that. We're going to get to Steve Young and what he believes uh, the Chargers mishandling of Justin Herbert, which is interesting considering TJ thinks that they're going to be a playoff team. All right. This is our two. We're going to finish off with up on game, down on game. Coming at you right now. Yep. Let's do it. Fox Sports Radio. This is up on game. Caught by Hushmanzada for the touchdown. You want NFL experience? Manning lobs it. Burris alone. Touchdown. And it's intercepted. LeVar Arrington. Then this is the show for you with LeVar Arrington. <laughs> 
DJ Hushmanzada. They lose first round? Mike McCarthy's out of there. And Plaxico Burris. Tom Brady's no longer there. It's turned into a dictatorship up there in New England. Three of the best to ever do it on and off the field. Live from the TireRack.com studios of Fox Sports Radio, here's Pro Bowlers LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion Plaxico Burris. Are you trying to go hunt now? All right, all right, all right. Welcome into Hour 2 of Up On Game. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. If you missed Hour 1, as I mentioned, go check it out on the podcast. Subscribe, tell a friend. Uh, some good conversation that took place in the first hour. We talked about Jeff Saturday and what he had going on. JJ, James Jackson got on the uh, Jets doubters. Uh, seems like Plexico still a hater, a non-believer of the Jets. Uh, Devontae Adams, uh, well, we didn't get to that, did we? No, we didn't pay off that one. But we did pay off the Russell Wilson, Pete Carroll, uh, and the wristband. So we got a lot to get to. In fact, let's start the hour off with Devontae Adams being upset before we go to our legendary moment with NASCAR Cup Series leader uh, Joey Logano. I got to pay off the pay off the tease. Uh, Ryan, what, what did Devontae Adams have to say in terms of the struggles with the Raiders? I mean, we talked about – uh what's taking place with Jeff Saturday. They are ironically or coincidentally enough going to play the Raiders this week. What did Devontae have to say? Well, uh, per Adam Hill of the Las Vegas Review Journal, uh, Devontae was talking about if things don't change in Las Vegas, quote, I've got no business being in this building. If you think that the only way I'm going to get the ball is when I'm singled up, then I'm going to have four catches on the year. I think that when you have certain players, uh, you do what you can to get them opportunities, and that's why I'm here. That's why they paid me to come here and make plays. Mm. Uh, the translation is, y'all y'all suck. Throw me the damn ball is the translation. <laughs> it, it, I don't give least... a damn if I'm in single coverage or double coverage. Yeah. Okay, we'll give me an opportunity to make a play. That's exactly <laughs> what he's saying. Throw me the damn ball, Derek Carr. I don't you can't understand. can't do any worse with what else you're doing, huh? I don't understand it. We had this conversation when when the great number 17 walked out of the building in Green Bay. And I remember him saying something to the extent of, I left Green Bay to pursue my best possible opportunity to win a championship. Mm. Now, Devontae Adams is my favorite wide receiver in all of football. I'm a little bit biased also because he wears number 17 and some of the, you know, the movements and some of the gracefulness that he moves with reminds me of myself. But that's neither here nor there. What I'm saying is I listened, I heard what he said, but he didn't mean it that way because there's no way you uproot yourself out of Green Bay you go to Las Vegas Raiders and play with Derek Carr and you say that you're giving yourself the best opportunity to win a Super, win a Super Bowl. I didn't believe that when he made that remark. And now it's all kind of playing out not exactly the way that I thought it would be because I, I thought that the Raiders would be more competitive this season with Hunter Winfrow, Darren Waller, and Devontae Adams, those three guys grouped together. I thought that they would have one of the most explosive offenses in all of football. But he's in a situation to where – 
when he makes that comment where well, he doesn't need to be in the building, nothing changed here soon in Las Vegas, Aaron Rodgers would throw him the ball in double coverage. And he would throw him open. Devontae Adams would make spectacular plays that nobody on this earth would make. And they, uh, Derek Carr is not giving him that those opportunities. But when you're talking about elite and good quarterbacking, there's a major difference because Aaron Rodgers would put the ball in the places to where he could throw Devontae Adams open in single coverage and double coverage. Derek Carr doesn't have that kind of ability. I mean, there's nothing – I don't have anything against him. But when you put the two guys on a scale, I mean, it's, it's, it's glaring that who is the more elite quarterback making the decision and throwing him the football. And both teams are struggling. Yeah. <laughs> Green Bay and the Raiders. But for Devontae Adams, I can say that he is a better player and a better wide receiver than Bay. what the that the Las Vegas Raiders are putting in front of him. He's saying, you know what, just put it all on me. I can handle it. And I love that as a player and as a wide receiver. But as far as where he's at right now, with eight, nine games into the season, I've said to myself when I watch the Raiders play, if Devontae Adams is in single coverage, I don't give a damn what route is on the table, you throw him the football. And then as a quarterback, you make decisions in, in going into the game if you want to make that decision to throw him the ball in a double coverage or throw him open or whatever the case may be. And I understand his frustration. But as far as him saying that I don't need to be in the building and if anything changes in the near future, homeboy, you ain't going nowhere. No. You locked in for a little bit of time. So you and Derek Carr need to get on the same page. Y'all need to get comfortable because y'all going to be paying together for the next, you know, four or five years of your career. And now you in the prime of your career. So I don't know what they need to do to fix it. But 17, you ain't going nowhere. You and Derek Carr need to figure it out. TJ? It, it, it's uh, – I, I said it when he left Green Bay. Green Bay was going to uh, fall off a cliff. I said it. Aaron Rodgers was not going to perform well. I said it. And now, oh, no, he's going to elevate everyone. Devontae Adams has had five really good games this year. Really good. And, and so it's not as if he's not playing well. The problem is his really good games are followed by one catch for three yards. So he'll have 10 catches for 150, and then the next game – one catch for three yards on two targets. You're like, huh? How you have three catches for 125 yards against the Kansas City Chiefs? Three catches? What? And so this is not on Derek Carr. This is on Josh McDaniels. This is on Josh McDaniels. Stop calling plays and call plays for players. It's not about your plays, bro. It's about the players. And when you think it's your plays, is when you've gone wrong. It's about the players. Hunter Renfro has been out. I believe he's on IR now, again. Or he, he missed multiple games because of the concussion, but now he's on IR. Darren Waller has been out. Now he's on IR. And so right now all they have is Devontae. 
everybody knows that as well. <laughs> they need to figure this out. But that's all they had in Green Bay was Devontae. But Aaron Rodgers is talented enough to where – and they played together for a long time. Yeah, you play with Carr in college. It's been a long time since you've played with him. You got to rekindle that relationship, so to speak. It's not just going to happen overnight. But Josh McDaniels needs to put Devontae Adams in situation to where the ball is going to come his way often. Mm. He needs to get 12 to 15 targets every single game. I don't care how you do it. Get it done. No, I don't care how you do it. Get it done. One, you don't give up what you gave up, and you don't pay them what you pay them not to do that. Mm. And so this, to me, it falls on Josh McDaniels. It's not on Derek Carr. And they may want to paint Derek Carr as, as the villain in this, as the guy that's at fault. Yeah, he's a quarterback. But everybody that's in that huddle knows when that play is called who this ball is designed to go to. We all know it. Oh, you line up. Oh, it's coverage. I ain't getting the ball. Just from looking at the coverage, oh, this ball ain't coming to me. Hey, that I shouldn't feel, matter. I feel exactly what you're saying because when I was in Pittsburgh, I was in a position to where I was just an XY receiver. And we would tag routes on the backside. It would be plex, plex, plex. And and that meant if I got a rolled up corner to cover two, no matter what route I have, if it, it, changes. If it was outside a quick game, I was running the dig because I had uh, half field coverage. And now, now I go to New York and we made the adjustment to where uh, I was getting so much double team, which I had never been in the slot before. Kevin Gilbert would put me in the slot on third down. And that opened so many things up with him in the offense because all you could do from an inside slot perspective was mm. uh, bracket me with a linebacker or double me with a safety. Backer, and yeah. now now I have Smitty, I have Steve Smith, I have Amani Toomer, Jeremy Shaka guys on the outside who are drawing single coverage. Yeah. And now that puts everybody on the situation. Well, listen, I got to beat one man and the offense started to grow. So then going into the season – as the season progressed, they would put me in third down on the slot. And teams had to make a decision. And it just opened our offense up to the point to where, you know what, if they're going to put him in a slot on third down, we're going to bracket him and put everybody else in a man-on-man situation and ask them to beat us. And that was one of the main reasons why our offense took the step that it did because Kevin Gilbrach recognized that just like Devontae Adams was going through, you put them on the edge on third down, they're going to take them away. But now when you put them in a slot, you're forcing the, the, the defense to make a decision if they want to double or bracket them, and now everybody else on the outside has the opportunity to work man on man. And y'all have now just been put up on game. Jeez, I, I love the breakdown of it. I love the analysis of it, and it makes total sense. So, Josh McDaniels, I hope you was taking a little bit of time or somebody took a little bit of time to hear this segment so that uh, you could take some of that uh, extraordinary offensive prowess that you have going on percolating in your head and make that adjustment. All right, here we go. We're going to take a quick break. On the other side of the break, we're going to get to a legendary moment with current NASCAR Cup Series leader Joey Logano, and we're going to bring on Rhett Butler from Pretty Left Hook Podcast on Up On Game Network. All right. Sugar Hill, baby. Radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There it is. Yeah. Hey. Hey, hey, but Aaron nor Devontae are on Sugar Hill right now. It's more like, well, S Hill. <laughs> they, 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 they're like Romello. They, they, like, they don't like Romello Pops. Hey, they're like Romello Pops. They ain't doing real well at all. Yeah. This is up on game. We'll be right back. <laughs> 
In the 1980s, Frank Farian was riding high as a successful German music producer, but he was bored. German pop was formulaic, dull, and oh so white. Frank had bigger dreams, American dreams. He wanted to create the kind of music that would rival larger-than-life artists like Michael Jackson or Run DMC. So he assembled a hip-hop duo, two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? One very important element was missing, but Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's biggest controversies. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when their adoring fans learned about the infamous lip syncing, their downfall was swift and brutal. With exclusive interviews from frontman Fab Morvan and his producers Frank Varian and Ingrid Segui, this podcast takes a fresh look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Follow Blame It on the Fame wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free by joining Wondery+. Plus. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Welcome back into the show. Name of this song, you'll be able to hear it on the podcast. You know why? Because it's it's a showcase of the song Bad Influence by Alice Shea. It's an indie underground artist from Pennsylvania. You can catch the whole song and the story behind them, the showcase of it, on the live podcast of Lost Art, hosted by Jose Blanco. What's up, Esco? Yeah, all right. So, shots out to them. Good luck to you, sir. Very, very smooth sound. Alice Shade. Make sure man, you check them one, out. That's one thing I love about our show, man. We highlight all walks of life. 
Indeed. Whether it's racing, it's boxing, it's fencing, new music. Yeah. We do it all. You know, we should get a segment to where we just, you know, get some new music every week and just post it, play it on the show for new upcoming musicians who put together beautiful uh, works of art and music. Yeah. I'm with you there. Um, I'm with you there. I like it. Well, speaking of that, we got Brett Butler of Up On Game coming up with the Pretty Left Hook after the update. But right now, you mentioned different genres, different categories. Let's jump into – yeah, this week's legendary moment with uh, Joey Logano and NASCAR. Check it out. Up on Game presents Conversations with a Legend. Logano is a two-time NASCAR Cup Series champion. Good job. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This is your legendary moment. What got you into NASCAR, like Hermie Sattler is one of my close friends. Uh, he's a legend in the game. He's been around for a while. The Sattler family are, are are people of mine, dear friends. It's interesting to hear the stories of how people get involved. Oh, well, I used to ride my, my big wheel, and my big wheel felt good to me, and then it turned into a go-kart, and then next thing you know, it went from there or whatever. What was your journey into NASCAR? Honestly, similar to that, I had a, you know, I, I loved cars, right? I was a kid that, that loved old hot rods. I loved just, you know, seeing cars around. Um, and then I got a go-kart for Christmas one year. That was, that was it. I was a little yard cart and every day I got home, it was, it was like clockwork. I got home, I'd jump in my go-kart and I'd go tear up the yard, the neighbor's yards, their mailboxes, whatever was in my way, I knocked it over. I promise you that. <laughs> and I loved it. Like my parents realized that, hey, Joey seems to love doing this. I, I don't know. They didn't have any racing background. I was born in Connecticut. I, you know, I, I was living up there and, um, you know, they realized that I had passion for it. And over time, you start racing in, you know, different series. There's a lot of different uh, things that kids can do for, you know, start racing. A little league type type racing stuff is uh, cars called quarter midgets and legends cars and different things. And as you get older, the cars get bigger and more powerful and all that stuff. Um, and, and eventually, uh, you hope to land a job at a big race team, right? And um, for me, I've, I've been at Team Penske here for over 10 years. We've had Shell on the car for that long as well, a four two, and and everything's just really clicking now. Um, and, and obviously, there's a lot of there's ups and downs, just like any other uh, sport. And you learn a lot in the limelight, and everyone makes judgments on that. And, and that's just part of the, the the sport and part of just growing up in, in, in this type of world. But um, boy, it's cool to live out your dream, right? Like this is it. When I was six years old, and Santa Claus brought that go kart, this was it. Like NASCAR champion, that was the goal from that day on. There was never a plan B. There was never a thought of doing something else. Is that's what I want to do, and was able to just kind of focus in and, and do that, and to see it all, you know, come to life uh, over the years, and, and being able to celebrate with your family uh, after winning a championship. There's no better moment than that. You know, how it is like the first, you know, 15 minutes or so after you win a championship, and you see your team there, uh, and you, you see everybody hanging out that that really is part of it, and then you see your family, and that's just when everything just you just break down, right? That is just everything comes together, and it's a cool, very cool moment. Super dope, super dope. If you want to hear the entire interview with Joey Logano, NASCAR, phenomenon, go to Up On Game. 
presents conversations with a legend. Welcome back in to Up On Game, live from the Tyrac.com studio. Uh, also, the Fox Sports Radio tailgate. You know what it's presenting? It's presented by is the Big Green Egg. All right? Nothing beats the flavor of live fire cooking. Uh, on the Big Green Egg. It's the most versatile grill you'll ever own, backed by a lifetime warranty. Roll with the best. Shop online for free delivery at BigGreenEgg.com. Lifetime warranty, as I mentioned, free home delivery, BigGreenEgg.com. Hey, Big Green Egg just said, F, they, ain't, they ain't fooling with us, huh? Yeah, we just going to keep working. Man, man. It's, Forget it's, us. It's Forget hey, us. Come hey, on, man. Hey, hey, Big Green Egg turkey. ain't fooling with us. I'm trying to smoke my turkey, Big Green Egg. Let's hey, go. Hey, we're trying to make my, it work. But you know who ain't fooling with the Chargers and, and how Justin Herbert's being handled right now? Your boy everybody. Steve Young. Yeah, well, okay. Well, there you go. Uh, here's what Steve Young had to, have, uh, had to say about it. I'm interested to hear what you guys think about it. He is that guy. But I don't believe he's got the help. And we just talked about how you need help. And he's not getting it. He's not getting it philosophically. He's also not getting your talent. But he's also, you know, just strategically, what are, who are we? Who are the Chargers? And if you, Adam, if you had to say yourself, who are the Chargers? They're a, guy, they're a team offensively, I mean. Offensively, they're, I don't know. They're a little bit more like the Cardinals. I always make fun of the Cliff Kingsbury uh, uh, Kyler Murray kind of wing it offense. Like, hey, you know, we're, we're winging it. Who knows? And I, I feel like the Chargers are that way with less of a plan. Like, so I'm, you can tell I'm, I'm not for the, like, I'm not for the Chargers. And I don't think they're really doing a great job of taking care of a generational talent. And I'm worried about that. I'm, I'm with worried you. that the people yeah. here that don't understand it, that don't understand what needs to happen and how they're being lapped by other teams who do. Mm. Now that's them is some harsh words from wow. Steve Young and and you know obviously speaking of of uh, Justin Herbert and and the lack thereof of development or whatever it may be culture identity of of this uh, this Chargers team now TJ you just put them in the playoffs and said they were were the wild card team coming out of the AFC West doesn't sound like Steve Young feels the same way Steve Young is. Basic. When, when I look like Anthony Lynn was their head coach, they they were better with Anthony Lynn than they are now. And they said Anthony Lynn couldn't do a good job of developing Herbert. The offense wasn't uh, progressing the way they've liked. Let, let's see what they do now. Uh, this is an indictment on Joe Lombardi, his ability to be creative, his ability to bring the best out of Justin Herbert. This this is all Joe Lombardi because we know Brandon Staley is a defensive guy. When you're a defensive coach, you spend the majority of your time on that side of the ball. You're in those meetings. You run those meetings, and you check in with that offensive staff just to make sure. But this is on Joe Lombardi, but it's going to fall on Staley because he's the head football coach. They need to get creative they have way too much talent, the Chargers do, at least on paper, to play the way they're playing. And I don't understand where, oh, yes, Justin Herbert is a generational talent. But at some point in time, when you're a generational talent and you're that good of a player, sometimes, you know, it's like, it don't matter what the coach do, I got it. Hmm. It don't matter what he calls. I, I got it. I, I totally disagree with Steve Young. I really do because I believe offensively that Justin Herbert has all the 
uh, weapons that he could possibly have. I mean, granted, uh, uh, Keenan Allen's been hurt throughout the season. Mike Williams and, out and, as well. Is. Mike Williams is out. Austin Eckler is statistically one of the top five backs in all of football. And it, 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 it all comes down to coaching. And it's one thing about the, the, the charges that has resonated with them since the beginning of the time, since Rodney Harrison and Junior Seau, the late uh, great Junior Seau has passed on, is that the charges are for next team. We're going to throw the football. We're going to mix in some run. Obviously, when they had LaDainian, that, that was a whole different uh, realm of players in, of our generation, one of the best backs of all time. But defensively, you could do anything that you wanted it to against the Chargers because they just weren't a physical football team. And that's just the nature of maybe uh, the Chargers have been over the last, you know, 20 years it, uh, as I can remember it. If the Chargers want to compete, I believe that they will make the playoffs. Like you said, Lombardi's going to have to put Herbert in some uh, better situations as a quarterback. Are they failing him as far as his growth is concerned? I don't think so. I just think that the, the Chargers have to play better defense, and they recognize that when they bought Khalil Mack in. And they already have Durbin James. They just have to find a way to play some defense. They can score points. So I don't know if Steve Young is a diehard Chargers fan or not. But offensively, I think when everybody's healthy, they have everything that they need to take that step and to maybe not win the AFC West, but to get into the playoffs. I do believe that. So Justin Herbert, he's on his way up. He hasn't even come into his prime yet. He may not, he may not even be a, a charger in the next four or five years, uh, depending on what's going to happen. I'm not worried about him as a player. He's going to continue to grow because he's that talented. But from a, a offensive and defensive standpoint for the Chargers, they just got to find a way to stop people. They got everything that they need offensively to win football games. We got up on game, down on game, coming up in a matter of, eh, we'll say 13 minutes or so. But right now, we're going to get a trending topics from our man Isaac Lohenkron, and we'll have Rhett Butler on the other side of this. What we got? We got number seven, LSU, having a tough time at Arkansas, Numbers. fellas. Yeah, they just went to halftime. LSU has the lead, but only six to three over Arkansas. Arkansas had five sacks in the first half. Number two, Ohio State up 28 to seven over Indiana in the final minute of the first half. Fifth ranked Tennessee has just scored a touchdown to go up 28 to 14 over Missouri. 313 left to play in the second quarter. Number 20, Notre Dame now leading it over Navy 35 to 13 with 110 left to play in the second quarter. Today, NFL Players Association President J.C. Treder issued a statement calling for the immediate replacement and ban of all silt film turf, which is a type of synthetic turf that Treder says is associated with higher injury rates than all other types of surfaces. Treder says silt film turf is used in the home stadiums of the Saints, Vikings, Bengals, Colts, Lions, Giants, and Jets. A number of NFL players tweeting their support of Treader's statement already today, including Giants safety Landon Collins, who tweeted, quote, billions made off the game and yet we can't get safe playing surfaces to do our jobs, 
enough is enough. Unquote. Finally, in Major League Baseball, ESPN reported today that world champion Houston Astros reliever Rafael Montero has agreed to a three-year, $34 million extension. Fellas, all yours. We appreciate that, Ilo. A lot going on in the world of sports, and we'll keep that going with UFC 281. We got our man, Rhett Butler's uh, Pretty Left Hook podcast. Knowledge is about to be dropped on your head. Hey, yo. Bright lights. I'm ready for the big stage. Like an uppercut to the chin. Here's Rhett Butler from Pretty Left Hook. Just keep hating. Just keep hating. I ain't worried about you. Just keep hating. Yeah. 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 All right, we got our man Rhett Butler in a pretty left hook podcast on the Up On Game Presents Network. What's going on with you, my guy? DJ Plex, Ball was good, baby. Ball, first foremost, congrats on your college football Hall of Fame induction. Yeah. Well deserved, my brother. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Hey, so... We got some 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 fireworks in the making uh, with this this UFC um, matchup in in eighty uh, two eighty one. Just give us give us your take on it. What should we be looking for? What what's exciting? You know what's 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 the word on it? Absolutely. First and foremost, this is Israel Adesanya's time. The last style bender, straight out of Auckland, New Zealand, by way of Nigeria. This guy is a problem. You know what I'm saying? Conor McGregor obviously really lit MMA on fire with what he's done in the game. And since his injuries and, you know, he hasn't won in a few years, as we all know, Israel Adesanya has been holding it down for the UFC. And this is a major moment for him because this guy, Alex Pereira, has defeated him twice in kickboxing. Many Mm. people don't know. Israel Adesanya had an extensive career as a kickboxer around the world. He's had like almost 100 kickboxing matches. Alex Pereira has his number, though, in kickboxing. He's beat him twice. Second time, he knocked him out with a pretty left hook, which was apropos, in the mm-hmm. third round, um, under a minute. So Pereira's walking to this feeling pretty confident, especially because right now Israel is the golden boy of the UFC. He has the best energy, the best charisma, and they're doing this in Madison Square Garden tonight, main mm-hmm. event. So all eyes on him. But I think for Israel, he knows this is time to really show that um, he's going to dead all past transgressions. Hey, Rhett, let me tell you something. I got invited to go to the UFC fight tonight. It's Madison Square Garden. I said, absolutely, I'll be there. And yes, I sir. Had, I had no idea who was fighting until you just told me. <laughs> <laughs> you got a good one, my brother. You got a yeah, good one. Yeah, but I'll be in the building. Front row. Check me out. Hey, Red, I, I actually went back and watched uh, the second fight uh, yes. a couple couple days ago. Adesanya had him on the ropes, bro. He he was he did he did he had Pereira pretty much out on his feet, and in kickboxing they gave him a standing eight count. Mm. You got you got the gloves on. They gave him a standing eight count, which allowed Pereira to recover, and then the next round he caught him with the left hook. And it and if you watch it. Adesanya was kind of pulling back a little bit, trying to get his right hand back. It was perfectly timed punch. Right. With that being said, when I watched the fight, that second fight, Adesanya, he dominated him. He dominated him. So now you go to the UFC, smaller gloves, bigger ring, which was which is an octagon. I feel like Adesanya is going to win this fight rather easily Ooh. because so much has been made of these kickboxing victories. 
Right. It's a completely different ball game. You got smaller gloves. And I was listening to the great Daniel Cormier say, Pereira comes down from 225 to 185, so he's mm. a big man. Mm-hmm. Will that play a part in it, just him shrinking down in weight? He's big power, and Adesanya may have some type of ghost, but I thought he was dominating that second fight. Yeah, I think you're absolutely on point. I mean, first of all, the weight has already played a part because if you know, Alex Pereira almost didn't make weight yesterday. So this man took the last, last two minutes – of um, the weigh-in to make weight. He went in the first time, didn't make it. They left. The commission normally gives you like up to two hours to try to take a dump, do what you got to do to lose that last pound. <laughs> and it two. took him to the last two minutes before the fight would have not been a title fight. So let's be clear. You were right on point with this information. This man already might have drained himself. We do not know. But if they had, he had wow. to get stripped all the way down and get into the black box to make that weight. So that's first. Man, that's Second, I absolutely agree. The first fight... Adesanya claims that he got robbed by the judges. I would tend to agree. I thought that fight, um, Adesanya looked just as good as he did in the second fight. Obviously, in the second fight, it was a well-placed left hook. But to your point, anybody could have won that fight if that, if that punch didn't happen. And it was leaning more towards Adesanya at that point in terms of the cards. So I think in this game, number one, let's be clear. Alex Pereira does not have the in-cage experience that Israel Adesanya does. And kickboxing is very different to your point. So, I believe Adesanya is going to dominate as well. I think he's in his bag right now, and I don't see nobody taking him off. I want to switch gears. I, I want to talk about this Anderson Silva, Jake Paul Oh, I was situation. there, baby. You already know. I, I mean, <laughs> Anderson the Spider is one of the most legendary UFC fighters. He's one of those guys where – your respect factor for him, your admiration factor for him. Like he's he's like on like that whole like Machida and, you know, like the OGs of OGs in, in the fight game. He gets into the ring with Jake Paul in a boxing match. You say you were there. Just yeah. give me – I mean – uh, you, at some point, we got to stop hating on Jake Paul as if he's like a, you know, as if he's like a gimmick guy, even though he hasn't fought a real boxer. He still, the dude still can fight, man. Yes, he can. All right, Vaughn, I got a couple. Oh, my God, Vaughn. I'm so glad you brought this up, Vaughn. Okay, good. I got good. so many things to tell you. So, first of all, I was at the fight. Shout out to Showtime, Holden Boxing, and MVP. They hired me to run the back of house. I know, nice. I've known Anderson Silva for years since his first fight in the UFC when he destroyed Chris Lieben in one round. Let me tell you, first and foremost, to all of the conspiracy theorists, ain't no athlete on that level trying to throw no fights, no games, no nothing. We'll stop playing these games. All right? At the end of the day, let's give Jake Paul his just due. Anderson was giving Jake Paul the business. We all saw that. And if I was there ringside, Jake Paul was missing a lot of shots. So my biggest um, concern with that fight was the, was the judges. The scores were egregious. Let's be mm. clear. There's no way Jake Paul should have won by that margin. Now, with that being stated, yes. I he did knock Jake him Paul, down. No, I, I, look, I look at that as a slip with a perfectly timed punch. That's what okay. I look at. And the reason I say A that lot of times knockdowns are perfectly timed slips. <laughs> 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 but look, but, hey, but look, the, the surface, look, I'm not going to make no excuses for that man. He got up quick. That's all I'm going to say. He got, up, he got up on his knee, and then he was up. But at the end yep. of the day, I'm not hating on Jake Paul. Look, as a person that is a purist in boxing, I literally was convinced after working with Jake Paul for a week, this kid is legit. I love the way his team, although extremely deep, they love this guy. He needs that energy. He deserves the energy. He's working hard. He looks great. And he's generating money. Like, 
I'm not I'm not mad at this new generation of YouTube boxers that they take it serious. If you're going to do a side show on a gimmick, miss me. But if you're going to put in the work and the time like Jake Paul, I'm not mad at you. Because he did his thing. And to face Anderson Silva in only, what, six, seven fights? Yeah. Yo, for anybody else, that's a suicide mission. So you got to get that man respect. Mm-hmm. Mm. Man, you, you can find Rat. Go, go. We got to get out of here. I, I apologize. Uh, but if you want to hit him with a quicker one, go go ahead, Plex. Go, go ahead. Hey, Rhett, we just keep uh, – every time we have you on, man, we keep going back to the same topic. Earl Spence, <laughs> Terrence Crawford. Spence where, where, where we sit at with that? Errol Spence and Terrence Crawford. Terrence Crawford did a lengthy IG, and I'll be quick, where he said basically the negotiations broke down because of Al Heyman, Mr. Ubiquitously Powerful Man in Boxing. I love Al Heyman. I think what he's done for boxers is amazing. He's made multimillionaires, and obviously even with Floyd, he's still making money in retirement. But Terrence Crawford is now a free agent. He's moving like his own boss. Look, the equivalent of Terrence Crawford right now is like Lamar Jackson. I'm talking to the executives. I'm making my own deals, and I'm a bet on myself. He said, don't nobody want to fight me. Everybody want to fight him. Boots Ennis will fight him. Virgil Ortiz will fight him. Come on, man. That's cap. Stop saying these dudes don't want to fight you. They'll fight you. I'm not saying, no, Terrence Crawford wants to fight everybody. He just knows that he's going to get played on the deal with Errol Spence. And he wants to get the right amount of bread. And I don't think that's wrong. I think it's a travesty for boxing if the fight gets held up. But what we're going through right now, to be honest with you, Plax, is it's a difference between pay-per-view, which is Al Heyman's mentality, and Terrence is like, whoever got the biggest check, I'm trying to take it. Terrence wants mm. a guarantee. Al Heyman wasn't willing to give one. He said, bet on yourself. Let the pay-per-view numbers pay you. That's where we're at with this. I hope they don't money Mayweather, Manny Pacquiao, this thing That's what and, they and about muck to do. it up. I hope they don't. This is Rhett Butler from Pretty Left Hook Podcast on the Up On Game Network. You can get all his materials, all his content on Up On Game Presents podcast feed. Dude is a beast. I mean, one of the best in the game to ever do it and still doing it. We appreciate you coming on. You can find him at Rhett Butler. That's Rhett with two T's, Rhett Butler on Twitter. So, all right, make sure you check him out. Uh, We're going to get a quick break on the other side of this break. Up on game, down on game. Y'all know I dominate up on game, down on game. So get yourselves ready, strap in, and we're going to finish out the show with me smashing Plex and TJ on, on our picks for this week. All right, we'll be right back. I don't know. Yeah, for real. (laughs) In the 1980s, Frank Farian was riding high as a successful German music producer, but he was bored. German pop was formulaic, dull, and oh so white. Frank had bigger dreams, American dreams. He wanted to create the kind of music that would rival larger-than-life artists like Michael Jackson or Run DMC. So he assembled a hip-hop duo. Two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? One very important element was missing, but Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's biggest controversies. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when their adoring fans learned about the infamous lip-syncing, their downfall was swift and brutal. With exclusive interviews from frontman Fab Morvan and his producers Frank Farian and Ingrid Segui, this podcast takes a fresh look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Follow Blame It on the Fame wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. L-A-S-I-K LASIK.com Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K LASIK.com all right. Welcome back into Up On Game. We're live from the TireRack.com studio. If you missed anything, make sure you check it out anywhere where it is that you get your podcast and you download them from. It's a great show today. Check it out on, on the social media web, you know, on Twitter, on Instagram. Make sure you check it out as well. Follow follow the cats at, at uh, Hush. What, what am I messing up here? Oh. Give it to me, Hush. It's it's Hush eighty four. Hush eighty four. I give out the wrong. I don't want to give out the wrong one. What? Who are you on? Uh, on IG. Uh, on Instagram. Yeah, I don't even know, bro. You know, I, you know, I'm new to all this, man. Uh, TJ Hush eighty four. Okay, there you go, TJ Hush eighty four. That's what got me mixed up. All right, yeah. at at Plexico Burris on Twitter. Where are you on? Uh, your PB Burris on on IG, right? Nah, just spell my name, baby. I'll spell pop his up. name. Well, there you go. And, of course, at Fox Sports Radio. So make sure you check us out on social media. Without any more further ado, we got a little bit of time. Let's get to these up on games, down on games. Time for some picks. Are you up on game? Hey, let's crank this up. Let's crank it up. Or down on game. All right, who's up? Who's up first? Well, uh... LeVar and TJ and Black, and you know what? You guys all did great last week. You guys all went two and one on your picks. Uh, LeVar and TJ, you went three and two on your totals. Plax, you went two and three. So uh, just barely, Plax is in third on that one, but just barely. All right, come on, let's go. Let's wrap. All right, we got Seahawks at Buccaneers tomorrow morning in Munich. Bucks favored minus two and a half over under here is 45. Uh, LeVar, we'll start with you. I think they'll go over 45. The Bucks get two and a half on Seattle. Yeah. Is that what it That's is? Yes. Two and a half. Yeah, I'm. 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 I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take Seattle on this one. I'm going Seattle, even though Seattle is averaging over 30 points a game. I'm gonna take the under. It's gonna be some good defense being played in this game, but I'm taking the Seattle Seahawks and I'm going under. Uh, I'm going over the points and I'm taking Gino. He's taking his talents all the way to Germany. G and G, Gino in Germany. So I'm going with the Seahawks. 
All right, come on. Next up here, Broncos at Titans. Titans favored currently minus two and a half over under is 39. Ryan Tannehill is officially questionable, but he was a full participant on Friday. Uh, TJ, we'll start with you. I'm going to take the Denver Broncos, and I'm going to take the under as well. The the Titans are hurting on that defensive front line, so I'm going to take the Broncos and under. Oh, man, I got to take – I got to go with Tennessee even though I want to. I just think that they just came off a tough loss last weekend. It doesn't matter if Ron Tannehill is the quarterback. Derrick Henry is the captain of that ship. So, I'm going – I'm going over, under and Titans. I'm taking the over and the Titans. I'm taking over on the point. So, we appreciate everybody that has been a part of the show. We hope that you guys are enjoying the game so far on television and enjoying the content that we're giving you right here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox is coming up next. You'll want to hear him. Dude is a fired, fired talk show. Is he in? Is he in? Okay, perfect. Okay, you guys will hear Jonas Knox. Peace. We'll talk to you next week. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.